This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm about to get crazy political. You know, I made like a statement. I'm about to read it to you. So, you know, listen up, doc. About to kick knowledge. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Ah! I don't believe in icons. Uh, I don't believe in personalities. I believe that peace lies beyond personality, beyond invention and disguise, beyond the red S that you wear on your chest that makes bullets bounce off. I believe that it's deeper than that. I believe we're a field of energy dancing for itself. And uh, I don't care. Shireen, don't like it. I'm a First Amendment absolutist. I believe in only two things completely. The First Amendment and boobs. I heard your radio program at the Senior Center today. Great. I was humiliated. And now. Can you guess what his name was? It was Kevin. It was Kevin. Our feature presentation. Come on, how are we going to start like that? I mean... I don't know. It's a good question. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin Abin Show. It's Wednesday morning, the 29th of August. Everybody survived the big earthquake last night? Oh. Oof. Everybody crazy. okay? Crazy. Touch and go. I mean, it's... Uh, what time was it? 733? 730? 730. Yeah. In uh, Laverne, I want to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. About uh, four miles down, 4.4 magnitude. Yeah. Very shallow earthquake. Very shallow. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that. I guess uh, in my mind, I did not know what is considered deep and what is considered not in yeah. terms of uh, earthquakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when uh, so under f- under four miles is shallow. The uh, the typical Southern California earthquake is how far down? Yeah, I'm not Lucy from the earthquake <laughs> society person. Well, you said it was shallow. So does that mean most earthquakes are like ten miles down? Or at least, yeah. Because I, yeah. I don't know anything about it either. It's definitely shallow. And I think that is why it was felt so far. It was felt Rancho Cucamonga to deep Orange County to Camarillo. Mm-hmm. And it was centered in Laverne and only a 4.4. Hmm. Maybe I am, Lucy. Maybe you are. Wouldn't yeah. that be awesome? Um, nobody yes. nobody <laughs> got hurt. Right. And there was no damage. But mm-hmm. there was a lot of good live coverage. Mm-hmm. That didn't stop Channel 9 from there being out at yes. a liquor store interviewing people, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Jeff and Susie, we drove all around the Laverne and Pomona area tonight, spoke with a lot of people out here. Luckily, there's no real damage to report, but I can tell you that... Okay, so back to you in the studio. Right, that's no, my thing. No, when, no. This is what I always say. <laughs> when she says there's no damage to report, so no one's hurt. that's the end of my report. Let's yeah. move on with other things. And did you you wonder if they drove all over Laverne and Pomona because they were trying to find anybody who had anything to say about the earthquake. Oh, no. Yes. No, I think they just went to one place and just found somebody to talk and they Someone didn't care. Someone walking by and trust me, they begged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they don't care whether they have something to say or not. 
Yeah. I, I do wonder, as I as I watch this report, I wonder at what point, and Allie, you're the expert on this. You worked mm-hmm. in news for a lot of years. I mean, it, it gets eyeballs. People do turn on the TV after an earthquake because oh, yeah. they want to see what they just felt. But I do wonder at what point is it news? And I feel at this point it's already not news because there's nothing to report. Oh, right? Uh, that's true. But the way a news director thinks is they will have somebody at the 10 o'clock news, 11 o'clock news saying... Behind me, this happened hours ago. And I guarantee right now, there are reporters covering the earthquake this morning. Really? Oh, yeah. All right, let's hear some more from last night. There's no real damage to report, but I can tell you that nerves were definitely rattled. Here at Superstop Liquor behind me, we saw security tape when you can tell just how long the shaking went on. (gasps) Okay, so at least there is security tape so you can see something moving, but wait till you hear the description. Now, this is a liquor store. If there's going to be damage, there's going to be damage in a building that has thousands of bottles made of glass on their shelves, right? That's a good that's a good thing to go look at. Mm-hmm. This is where it's going down, you right. guys. Brace yourselves. Actually, did kaboom, and it just kind of shook, and then it just another shook. At Superstop Liquor Market in Pomona. Sig- By the way, I'm not. I don't want to gloss over it the great. It just shook, yeah. and the then another area. shook. Yeah, yeah, tremendous journalism. Mm-hmm. Security tape shows the soda and liquor bottles on the shelves rattling, even swaying from the shaking. <gasps> but the 4.4 quake wasn't strong enough to knock the bottles over. <laughs> But this is what it would look like if they were. And then they do a recreation. No, they were actually showing the bottles, just, just barely moving. Just barely right? moving. It was like it's like somebody had opened the door to come into the store. And there was awesome. a little bit of a breeze. Guys, they went to the security tape where not a single bottle fell down. Right. Oh. So are you a little embarrassed to go to the security tape, ask them to pull it, uh-huh. and then you uh-huh. see that and you go, well, there's nothing there. I better right. move on. No, nope. they just mm-hmm. air everything they come across. Yes. Oh, there's more. The store owner wasn't sure what was about to happen. He ran outside just in case. His customers say the rattling was terrifying. Guys, it was terrifying. Terrifying is Rattling. what it was. Listen, rattling can be terrifying. I do love that. The, <laughs> I do love that they reported that the owner stepped outside during the earthquake because he didn't know what was going to happen, and that saved his life because the building collapsed. No, nothing happened. He then turned around and walked back inside. He went. Because- Here's what happened. He just went, huh, and he walked right back in. <laughs> doesn't stop them from reporting it. All right, I'm very pumped for some more Man on the Street interviews after the earthquake in Laverne. I felt like a huge shaking. I mean, I could almost hear the earth, like, moving, mm. and it was very scary. I, like, jumped out of my seat. I tried to run in the house, checked that everybody else was okay, but it was... <laughs> It's alarming. Just can I, on the can I ask, Is that being fire? Can I ask where um, her seat was? If she jumped out of it, then ran into the house? <laughs> where was she sitting? Where were you sitting, lady? <laughs> That's a great question. Good. Would have been a good follow-up question. Guys, it was scary, though. It was alarming. I love it. Okay, we'll get we'll give her that. Just down the street at Edwards Theater in Laverne, moviegoers say just as they were about to sit down to watch a movie, the earthquake seemed to shake the whole building. Everyone was told what? to evacuate for over an hour. They say it was the strongest quake they have felt so close to home. That's okay. weird that the earthquake shook that building in I Laverne. Know, right? insane. Guys, they they were going in to see Crazy Rich Asians and they had to step outside because there was an earthquake. I mean, this is on the news. And by the way, this report is is still going. This is, it's solid. 
This is solid. This is award-winning coverage right here. This is instead of something that might have been relevant to anyone ever. I like that you. Sorry, sorry. I like that you think this is the only report. Trust me, there was team coverage. Oh yeah, I'm sure they went all over the Southland. I'm sure they went back to this reporter at the bottom of the hour to find out. Do you think how many times throughout the course of the night? Well, I mean, Allie, you tell me. After a 4.4, is that the bulk of the newscast that it's night? It's the lead for sure. Right. And they'll probably go back to it again, and then the weatherman will mention it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, there's no such thing as earthquake weather, guys. <laughs> back to you. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I, I want to play a little bit more. Uh, I know we're running late, but... Um, I want you to play a, a lot more. There's a little kid coming up, and of course, yes. the, that's my favorite thing about the news coverage is when they interviewed little kids about the earthquake, because that, that gives us information we don't have so close to home i felt it shaking and i heard like a rumbling noise so then i started freaking out and i jumped off and all my friends and me were just hugging and then we're just freaking out (laughs) yes yes well told son why is he on the news (laughs) why is he on the news all right let me ask you this Mm -hmm. um it does seem like this type of reporting works because mm-hmm. people do turn on the TV and they want to see something. Mm-hmm. If you're a news station, couldn't you just do a... Uh, is it Chiron on the bottom? You mm-hmm. can. Couldn't yeah. you just do a scroll? Or a crawl. A crawl. Just a, just a, a, a crawl that says 4.4, no damage. And yes. then people will see that and move on with their day or no? They'll No. Why would you want a- people to move on with their day? You want them locked in and watching that newscast. Mm. Would you, if you came across that, Kevin, and you were in the earthquake zone, would you then switch to another channel to see if there was more on it? Like maybe you don't trust the people who are just putting it on the bottom of the screen that there's no damage? I don't watch the news. Okay, that's because true. Because I'm a kid. No, I would, uh, I would see that and would tune over to other channels because I crave what you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so inane and crazy and worthless, and I love it. Right. Explain to me, Allie, if you would, the phenomena of, like I saw you, and I think you, and Andrew Siciliano, among others in my feed, who tweet Earthquake. Yeah. Well, who's that for? It's for people that think, oh, did something happen, but they're not sure, and they just need to know if it did. People like think, okay, I think a lot of times that was an earthquake, but it's just a truck passing by your house. Right. Mm-hmm. So people just need to know if it indeed was one. But th- so- that doesn't tell them, is that all you put? Oh, that's all I put because after that it happened. Oh, okay. But then, like, hundreds of people felt it here in Pacoima, felt it in Seal Beach. The areas that people were feeling it made me think, well, this was a big one then. Mm-hmm. Well, as as evidenced by this news report, it sure. was definitely a big one. I mean, there. I think those thousands, bottles. Those bottles were swayed. Yeah. I think thousands are still missing. Is my interpretation. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this one up. Well, luckily, uh, no real damage again to report. But oh, really? Still no real damage? Mm-hmm. That during the report, no other damage occurred? She was so hoping, wasn't she? Somebody get me some damage. I got to keep going. <laughs> People have been coming up to us out here telling us that it was strong enough that they ran out of their apartments and ran out of their homes just in case. That's the latest from Pomona. Back to you guys in the studio. That's a great right, update. Stacey, it's a that. great update, and uh, and we'll be back to you in five minutes for more. Keep Thanks doing for that what report. you're doing. I, I do have an update, Yes. Uh, by the way. It was 3.7 miles deep. 
Okay. A shallow earthquake is zero to 70 kilometers deep, which is 43 miles. Wow. So that was real close. 43 miles, 42 miles then is considered a shallow earthquake? Yes. And then intermediate, 70 to 300 kilometers deep, and deep earthquakes, 300 to 700 kilometers deep. I have no idea. Listen, I'm here for you. I am am Lucy adjacent. (laughs) We learned a little something. Thank you, Allie. You're welcome. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin DeBeecher, shall we? Kevin got me quite horny this morning. Oh, God. Wow. Mm. Wow. Uh, We have animal stories today? (laughs) Yeah, we do. We're going to continue our tipping conversation from yesterday. Yeah. Should we tip? Is it outdated? Should Mm -hmm. our companies just getting away with not paying their employees because we're tipping? Mm -hmm. A lot of of questions about that. Uh, There's a a woman that makes $57,000 a year cuddling. (sighs) I don't know. And she's attractive. She is. I don't... Mm-hmm. And that seems like that's a bad mixture, right? Yeah. It seems, it like, seems like a like bad a, business like model. a good mixture. Is there a... Oh, uh, is there oh a, my God. Uh, is there a sliding scale of services offered, or does it say... No, she seems very straight, Bean. It's very... Well, I want you, her to be straight. If you, ju- if you just want to uh, tell me your problems, mm-hmm. and then we can hug, fine. Hug or uh, cuddle? Cuddle both. They, she does both. Okay. Okay. But no sex. That's what you're asking. I know that's oh, what no, you're asking. Oh, no. I wasn't even thinking that. Oh, please. Wasn't even thinking that. Please. Um, also on the program today, we got to talk to the HR person here at the station because we're all uh, getting driven crazy by the reply all. Seriously. The dreaded reply all. Yeah. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. I'm putting that on. I'm putting that on my my platform along with banning uh, leaf blowers, banning mm-hmm. autoplay videos. There's going to be no such thing as reply all when I'm running things. Wow, it's going to be a very different world. It almost. is in a better world. And Bean, tell me about the uh, Afro calls that you found and how this uh, <laughs> how this came back. Well, I hope we have time for this today because I came, just came across some audio in the in the, my files here that I had never heard before, and it had happened while I was on vacation about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and it's just a series of Afro calls just marveling at a story that you told while I was out one day yeah. about a guy, a family, a threesome, I'm unclear, some people in India, right. and a sickle, oh, and, a par- no. and a penis that got cut off. No, <laughs> sickle, penis, neighbor, right? Come boom. On. I remember this like it was yesterday. Because I said boom, she goes, there's no boom. There's no boom. Oh, and God. It's just one, I just no. came across this file, and it's one call after another with people just drilling you for your storytelling and now i need to hear the story so if there's time i'd love it if we could revisit that because i missed it it's like apparently it's a major part of kevin to meet history that Mm. i don't know anything about i mean it is possibly the worst told story of all time it's on the mount rushmore yes yes (laughs) i can't wait that's coming up this morning as well we'll take a break we'll come uh, back with what's happening next it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, Allie, uh, what's happening on this uh, Wednesday morning? Hey, Bean. Well, apparently, Kelly Clarkson performed on Monday night at the um, the tennis tournament. At the tennis tournament? U.S. Open? The U.S. Oh, Open, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty generic. <laughs> Just a local one. <laughs> I'm uh, only guessing because in... that's always uh, the week of Labor Day, so. Oh, yes. It's a... Uh... The U.S. Open is what it was. And she apparently did six of her biggest hits since you've been gone. Miss Independent, Stronger, which immediately led to a petition. What, Bean? You know what? They stepping on your toes? 
It's I happening. Have a, I don't know. I, I don't a, know anything about this. I have a better plan than they do. That's all. It led to a petition that Kelly Clarkson should be the Super Bowl halftime performer. Okay. So Bean obviously upset we because again. he thinks it should be Weird Al. Of course it should be Weird Al. It's so obvious. <laughs> Look, Kelly Clarkson is lovely. She's very talented. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. She'll have her turn after Weird Al does Weird Al things at the next Super Bowl. Okay. I don't think. You, I'm you not don't... sure the Super Bowl committee yeah. sees it that way, Bean. And I don't even know if Bean sees it that way. You, I absolutely you can't, oh, does. You can't think that that would be something that it people would... It would be amazing. He Are does. you kidding me? Who wouldn't tune in to see Weird Al at the halftime show? Who wouldn't tune in? How could you not watch that? Okay. I have two thoughts about this. One, mm-hmm. I agree with Bean. It would be great. It would be great. Really? Two, it's never going to happen. No. So... No. Well, you know what? They said um, we'd never get to the moon, too, Kevin. A lot of people said that wouldn't happen. You know what happened? Soundstage. We the mother effing... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Right. It's, it's fake. all fake. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Right. Yeah, but we only went once, so... <laughs> right? right? Heard, heard a lady no, we faked it over and over and over again. <laughs> well, I thought that would be um, something that would be troubling to you. But also, you could see Kelly Clarkson doing a Super Bowl halftime, She would be right? fantastic. She'd be great. Yeah, she's a great, great choice. She'd be... I'm, I'm going to put her at number two on my uh, list of oh, choices wow. right now. That's impressive. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Johnny Depp has scored a huge legal victory. He was suing his former talent lawyer, Jake Bloom. Apparently, they had an oral contract that has been, nope, that has been ruled invalid. Johnny Depp sued Bloom in October, saying that he collected more than $30 million in contingent wow. fees without a formal contract. And then Bloom countersued, saying that their agreement in 1999 was, uh, we talked about it, we're good. Mm-hmm. That's wow. crazy. When that was reported, it sounded to me like Johnny Depp was getting ripped off and he had so much money and did not keep enough uh, track of it well yes. enough that he was he was getting taken advantage of. Yeah. This is going to change a lot of things. Like a lot of people that think, oh, no, this is our contract. We did a shake or we, you know, talked about it. It needs to be in writing. Yeah. You would times think that would be different. learned by now. Yeah, times are different. It's not, you know, the roaring 20s. <laughs> I'm sorry? Yes, back Miss when, Bad Example. Back when you could just be like, Shady, this is what we're doing, see? So what I'm saying is get it in writing, right? No, you know, they had contracts and, in the 1920s, right? Did you they? Know that. No. Yes, of course, of course they, they didn't have paper and stuff. <laughs> it's weird. Some birthdays for you. I hope it's not going to be one of those days. It's been a week, right? So far. So yeah. far. Whew. Fingers crossed. Let's continue it. Happy birthday to Liam Payne, Leah Michelle, and Carla Gugino. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and BJ Rock KROQ. Hey, you guys. Uh, Dave is in the studio, and I don't know whether to. Yeah, Dave has a uh, very on. special assignment. Do I turn up his microphone? Uh, not yet. I'll, okay. I'll ask for Dave. I'm going okay. to need him in a couple of minutes because it's time for Kevin and Bean's Animal Stories. Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a mix or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to. 
We're out of time. Dave, thank you for coming in. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to get to your story. The uh, It's a great week in animal stories, you guys, and we got to start in France. Um, I'm sure you saw the story of the horny dolphin that is terrorizing the French coastal town. Did see that. Uh, the lovelorn dolphin, whose name is Zafar. Zafar, are you with me? Are you listening to the program today? Zafar has prompted a French coastal town to ban bathing on its beaches. They've cleared the beaches because of this overexcited dolphin that is trolling the uh, trolling the water there. The uh, mayor, <laughs> the mayor, she needs it. She needs it bad. The mayor has issued a ban on voluntarily approaching within 50 meters of the dolphin and has outlawed all bathing and diving from the district's beaches whenever the animals spot in the local waters. <laughs> By the way, Zafar. What have you been doing? You've been bumping up against boats and swimmers, too? You even lifted a woman up with your snout? A specialist in marine manholes. Someone give the dolphin some. Nearby said the dolphin could accidentally cause, cause serious injuries with her tail fin. So I, I guess be careful, you guys. I just, I've never heard of not being able to go to the beach because of a sex-crazed dolphin. Yeah, that is odd. But it does sound like fun. Well, good good luck, Safar. I hope you find somebody. I hope you saw this was video. That, thank you. It was. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Ellie. I hope you guys saw this video. It went viral a few days ago. Uh, I have never, uh, well, I've never read nor seen The Shining. And I know that makes me a bad person. You're because a terrible it's one of, person. I know. It's one of the all-time classic movies. Next from time back you're in... yelling at Allie for what she hasn't Thank seen. Thank you. Look, you can't see them all, Shut as Allie up. always says. Uh, it's the Stanley Hotel is the real-life location where the Shining movie was shot with Jack Norris, uh, Nicholson. And in that movie, of course, there's uh, you know a torrent of blood that takes over the elevator. There's those creepy twin girls down the hallways. Well, that's the same hotel that was in the news. And this video is amazing because in the middle of the night in the lobby, a bear <gasps> walks through the doors and just takes its time strolling around the entire lobby. Gets up on the couch. Gets up on the coffee table. Get the remote, watch TV. I it love didn't sit down and watch TV, just looking for food. Allie, did you see the video? No, I can't wait. I love it's, bears. It's so crazy. They have surveillance video in the lobby there, and he eventually does just leave on his own. He just walks his way out. The manager of the hotel said, Yeah, the hotel is next to a national park, so wildlife is part of the gig. Hey, I mean, so I- keep your doors closed. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think, you know how hotel how hotels are? You just kind of push on the doors. They're not locked at night. You just yeah. push them, and a bear could easily do that. But at least he didn't find any food, and better, at least there weren't any people in there. That could have been an ugly encounter. Could have been red rum. I got, Exactly, right? See, I understand the reference, okay. even though I didn't see the thing. Uh, one more bear story, by the way, and I need to find out more details on this. So a lot of bears up in uh, your folks' uh, part of the wo- uh, country, right? Allie, up in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, a lot of bears up sure. there. Sure. This lady is 71 years old, and she gets up on the morning of July 17th, and she discovers that there is a black bear in her kitchen who attacks her in her own kitchen. Oh, no. no. And she loses an eye. Oh, no. Which is awful. She's trying to get out of there. She does get away from the bear. Miraculously, she doesn't get killed, and she is able to call 911, and they do send they do send the police out. The bear is still in the home when they arrive. Apparently, he could get in, but he couldn't get out or something like that. Mm. So they're able to take him out of there. She says, I don't, look, I don't blame the bear. It's just bears being bears. I'm not going to let anything get me down. So she's got a fantastic attitude about it. But, I mean, we always talk about how random life is. She woke, She's a 71-year-old woman who just wakes up and goes down for coffee in her home. 
home. And the next thing you know, she's on the ground. A bear is taking her eye out. Minus an eye. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can only look at it as she's lucky. You know what I mean? Even though that's a horrible thing to have. I was going to say, bragger. You can only look (laughs) at it. All right, Dave, get ready. I'm going to need you here in a second. There is an accident-prone koala bear in Australia. South Australia at the Fauna Rescue who has now been rescued for the third time. This this is a very unlu- unlucky koala. First, he was found at the bottom of a tree back in January of 2016, unresponsive. Subsequently, he spent a week at the Fauna Rescue until he was well enough to be released back into the wild. So they thought, well, I don't know what happened there, but he seems okay. By the way, uh, koala does not have a name here, so we'll just call him Dave. Dave, what happened that time you were at the bottom of the tree? Do you know? <laughs> is that really what koala sounded like? <laughs> it, it, What's okay. happening right now? Right, Thank you, like Filled with the devil. <laughs> it, Is that what koalas sound like? Yeah. Really? Uh, I asked Dave because he's been to Australia. He's partnered with koalas. In an unlucky twist of fate, the fauna rescue then had to care for the same koala bear again in November of 2016. After he was hit by a car, he spent more time in their care and then was okay and released This is again. a dumb koala bear. Yeah, well, he's I don't, real dumb. I don't, I don't know what's going on. So now he's back in the news, and you have to see the photo. It's the cutest thing. He was rescued again this week because he tried to climb under a fence to go somewhere. And then he sat up, and he got his head caught <laughs> in the fence. And oh, it's the dear. dumbest thing you've ever seen because there's like a like like five inches at the bottom of the fence between the bottom of the fence and the ground. So he shimmied under and then sat up, and now his head got caught in the bars. All he has to do is sit back down. He just has to lower his head. He can climb under the fence, but he doesn't know that. What a dumbass. He is a dumbass. The article says he doesn't have the brains to bob back down and get out. Some are considering that maybe he missed his volunteer friends at the fauna rescue and he wanted them to visit again. He was quite calm. He was just sitting there as if he knew them and let them them free him from, from the fence. Your final thoughts, Mr. Koala. That's not an exciting animal. Mm. No, I, I, I think we may need, may need to go back to the dolphin for close this segment of animal stories. Out there, you go. This has been animal stories. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. How many times did Striker call the Afro line? None. Oh, really? None that we're going to play now. Wow. None that we're going to play now. Because I think we've kind of become Stryker's therapist a little bit. I, I think whatever I love, I love whatever, what he calls. Whatever crisis he's going through in his life, like which vacuum cleaner to buy, for some reason <laughs> he needs the Afro line to help him sort through it. Um, 323-520-AFRO is the phone number, 24 hours a day. You can leave us a message on any topic. Did you guys just say that you don't have time for the thing? It's the thing. How do you not have time for the thing? It's the only reason why I get up at 5.40 in the morning is to listen to Bean and his stupid thing, and you don't have time? <laughs> Look, we, we are not good time management people. We right? do our best. We don't run a tight uh, ship and a, a good schedule. Correct. Hey, guys. Joke time. All right. Love joke time. What's the horse's favorite day of the week? Horse's favorite day of the week. Friday. Ah, no? Still better than Friday. Bean. How, how dare you, first of all. <laughs> I will not let you besmirch Friday. 
Uh, Allie, how did butthole eyes come up? Uh, it was a Pete Davidson story. A website called Barstool Sports wrote, Pete Davidson has butthole eyes. Butthole eyes. You got those butthole eyes. It's hard for you to even look surprised with those butthole eyes. That is gorgeous. It's beautiful. Is he doing a Hungry Eyes from Dirty Dancing? I believe Dancing? he is. I believe yeah, he I respect it. Yes, I believe he is. <laughs> uh, thank you to all the podcast, uh, podcast listeners because mm-hmm. you guys are awesome. But they do come across stories a little bit later than everybody else. And here's some response to the you injured your own junk Oh, no. Okay. Stories. Mm-hmm. So I'm a podcast listener catching up on this week's show. And I guess the third thing, talking about the nut sack injury. Stop! Stop! I was crushed by freaking car! Never again! Fix your goddamn life! Ah. I'm with that guy, by the way. Me too. Painful, painful discussion. I can't even handle the ball stories, and I'm a girl. I don't even have a dingling. Disgusting. I'm with her too. Same. (laughs) Um, Ariana Grande. Oh, jeez. Hey, party people, this is a podcast listener. I just finished listening to you guys try to explain the Ariana Grande, Grande thing to Kevin, and I think I just lost a thousand brain cells. It's the dumbest conversation I've ever heard. Kevin, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, can I have an aside, please, sure. Miss McKay? Mm-hmm. I still don't think Kevin gets it, Allie. Um, neither do some listeners. I just I responded it. this morning, and this guy was like, Oh, yeah, okay, you're right. I get it. <laughs> I mean, Grandpa changed it when he got to America so he would be less Italian. I get it. Okay. Right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> right, but your argument was so that you were right that it is Grandy and it's not. That's what we were talking about. I mean, about. it has been for the last two. Okay, this is what okay. it's oh, He really doesn't get it out of it. I think I do. Back hey, to guys, you, the Afro so, uh, my life is a little turned upside down now because um, I went to Starbucks and I ordered my normal... Um, iced Americano Grande. Um, but you know, now that the debate has been settled, um, I have no other choice but to say Grandy. So I don't know what life is anymore now. Mm-hmm. Kevin wins. I guess we all lose in one sense. And I did hear the mashup. So, uh, hit it, Steve. My grandpa said Grandy. Ariana Grandy? So should we all be saying Grandy? Ariana Grandy? Well, my brother kind of changed it to Grande because, like, Grandy was kind of like, I guess, Americanized version of it, you know? Ariana Grandy? And my grandpa. But I think of him and I said, I grew up saying Grandy, and I think of my grandpa, and I wish I said Grandy more. Ariana Grandy? 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 <laughs> it is funny that when Kevin wins, we all lose. I, I do like that point you made. I'm not even positive that I won. But... You did it. <laughs> okay. It's the thing. So I do get that part at least. I'm a podcast listener, so I'm a little behind, but oh, Allie. Oh, Oh, Allie. That is so sweet that you think your parents are actually napping when they say they're napping. Come on. You know they're getting it on. Oh, yeah. They're bumping uglies. And uh, for your dad to go an hour and say it's over, that's pretty impressive. Right? Wow. (laughs) Of napping? That's amazing. Why'd she do that? She's right. Why'd she that's do why, that? That's, no. why, they, that's no. why they email no. you to say they're napping and so you don't call and interrupt. Right. Oh, my God. Your dad's putting in work. Oh, my you God. You are going to have another little brother or sister. Congratulations, <laughs> I Allie. I hate everything. <laughs> 
Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look, an apple's an apple, am I right? No. No. You're way wrong. This way conversation's wrong. been going on for days. Well, it's important, Kevin, and that's <laughs> why. It's important. Right. Look, here's what I'm going to say. There's no easier way to get into a fight at work than to start ranking foods. Yeah. I'm still furious at Allie for disparaging pumpkin pie, for instance. I can't even Disgusting. look at her. I can't even I look at her. Uh, right? It's nasty. It's sweaty pie. Yeah. Disgusting. And you, and you get out of my field of vision, too. Oh, so then <laughs> Dave shares some news because Dave's on all the hot websites, apparently. Right. <laughs> that after 50 plus years, Red Delicious has now fallen to number two as the most grown U.S. apple, as Gala, or Gala, depending on how you pronounce it, takes the number one spot. So the most popular apple in America for our entire lives has been the Red Delicious. It is no longer. Now it is number two. And I saw that and I said, how could one person choose a Red Delicious apple? It's easily the worst of all apples. It's horrible. Okay, listen, that's just stupid. No, it's not. No, here's the thing. You can like a green apple or any other apple more than a red apple. Mm-hmm. Stop saying it's horrible. No, it it's is horrible. It's an apple. It's it's so mealy when yeah. you taste it. It's yeah. so mealy. It doesn't have that crispness, that uh, that flavor, the sweetness. It doesn't have anything. It's just like eating it's like eating wet cardboard. Yeah, it's like it's mm-hmm. oh, so it's a texture That's what it tastes like. Where are you guys buying your fruit, by the way? Right? It's gross. You guys need to buy. I just go to Stainers. They have excellent fruit. I eat a red delicious. Well, when Kevin doesn't take a bite out of it, <laughs> asshole. I'm not kidding, Kevin. I, I I have an apple and I bring it to work and I put it on my little uh-huh. work desk and he'll just go in to record a commercial or something mm-hmm. and he'll take a bite out of it yeah. and then just place it just so so I can't see yeah. it. And then when I go eat my apple, Eric has a bite taken out of it. Has that happened more than once? It's happened like 10 times. Okay. Every so, single time I don't notice. But yes, here's what I'd so like to say. It's on you. Dumb that you haven't noticed. Okay. And, and B, or two, uh, it's a red, red delicious apple. And, and it's great. And it's great. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. By the way, feel free to weigh in if you want at 1-800-520-1067 if you have apple thoughts like we do. Why would you, when you go to Stater Brothers, Omar. Yeah. 
Why would you choose a Red Delicious? Because I'm sure they sell Brayburns. I'm sure they sell Honeycrisp. I'm sure they sell the Gala. I'm yes. sure they have lots of other I, apples I, that I, you know are better. Absolutely. I've never heard of those yeah. apples. My favorite's the Brayburn. Okay. I'm the a Brayburn, Brayburn is a great apple. Yeah, but sometimes uh, they go, they're like $1.50 uh, a pound. So I just go with the cheaper, the Red Delicious, because I don't really care what I eat here at work. Okay. You know, It's not for flavor. It's just to fill my tummy. Yeah. Do you that, know why the Red Delicious apples are so cheap? Uh, no, I don't. Because they're terrible. <laughs> that's why. Because they need to make them cheap to get anyone to buy them. But Ali's pick blew my mind because this apple is hella nasty. It's the best. No. Uh, yeah, a Granny Smith green apple. A little oh. tart, a little oh. sweet. Oh, that is good time. When you bite into, yeah. when, when you bite into a Granny Smith apple, uh-huh. you bite into this layer of wax because for some reason, the Granny Smith apple, the skin is extra thick and when you bite into it, this spit develops right here in the yeah. back. You're you're buying bad it's, apples. No, no, no. It's it's because it's sweet and tart and it's just... Yeah. It is the tartest. I think I it is it. the most tart of all the apples. I love it. And, and I, like I, think Omar is, yeah. I think Omar is right, by the way, that there is something about the skin. I don't know about what the way they're mm-hmm. processed mm-hmm. or they're preserved or something like that, but it is super, super shiny. It's, it's almost like they've uh, like they've uh, encased it in plastic. Uh, or yeah. like a uh, wax don't blame cover. the Granny Smith for being beautiful. It can't um, help plus, it. Nobody likes Granny. All right, let's uh, hold on for one second and take a call. Let's go. Okay. Let's go to Dan and Pete. Well, this better be Honeycrisp or get the F out is what this better be. Hey, Dan. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I can't believe I'm talking about apples this morning. Right? Yeah. Um, I got to say, I agree with Bean. Red Delicious apples blow. They're the worst yeah, apple in the world. That's absurd. It's, 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 I'll tell you why it's the best. Look, they could not the be the best. They, and they could not be the best, but they're still good. They're terrible. Mm, that's no, ridiculous. Like you're eating styrofoam and dust. It's yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Hey, All right. So, so what's your pick then? If you have your choice, you go into Omar's Stater Brothers. You Hopefully you push him out of the way so you don't <laughs> let him make another bad decision. What do you buy? I buy, I buy Pink Lady Apples. Ooh. Oh, so Pink Lady. And I don't that think I like a that hybrid. I've never heard of that one either. That is that is more popularly known as the Crips Pink Apple. The Crips Pink Apple. And the those are you throw up the signs right? and stuff. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you how did you get turned on to that? Because that's he was not jumped some... in, Bean. Are you listening? <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> he was driving down the road with his headlights off, and then he had to go buy a Pink Lady. All right, sir. We appreciate appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to let's go to Zita. She's my soulmate. She's on line three. She's uh, she's calling with her Apple choice. Hey, Zita. Hi, how are you? We are good. We're having a problem with the apples, though. Okay, I will only buy Honey Crisp apples from Costco or Whole Foods. Best apple on the market today is the Honey Crisp. Okay, which one is that? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's got a little bit of a. Uh, it's got. It usually has. Uh, it's mostly red, but it has some yes. like, yellow on it a little bit. I guess. Yes, yellow on it on the top. So it's discolored. It's really no, crispy. no, no. It's not discolored. That's how it's supposed to look. And ah. it is. And it, how do you describe the 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 sweetness and the tanginess? It's so much better than the, most of the other apples, right? Yes, and it's very crispy, and it's not mushy at all in the middle. It's very, very tangy, and then yes. there's a little bit of sweetness in it. It's the best apple. It's like, but it's very expensive. I think it's the most expensive of them all. It I is the most expensive apple. of them all. Yes. Mm, rich it is Zita. She's an apple <laughs> snob. Yeah. <laughs> Zita, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Now, let me ask you this, Kevin. Yeah. When you go in, do you do any of your own yes, vegetable of course. and fruit marketing? Or of do you course. Send away? Okay. When you go in, 
What's your strategy when you get to the apple section? Do you just go and literally pick the first apple that's nearest to no, you? No, I look at the you... red ones and I look at the green ones. Those are the only two I know is red and green. Right. And uh, whichever one looks better, I take. They're both good. Sometimes <laughs> so, one's better, the other's not. So no in big your deal. mind, all red apples are the same. I mean, yeah, I've not heard of any of these I other haven't either. names yeah. of apples. Oh, I, my God. I've not heard yeah. of them. All right. I don't even know what's happening He's here. So All disgusting. right. I am. Take your fruit seriously. All right. Let's do Sarah Lakewood, line four, please, up next on the Kevin DeBeach Show. She wants to weigh in with a different opinion. Hey, Sarah. Hi. Good luck. There's I a lot believe... of yelling going on. Yeah, there is. But right. <laughs> well, I believe that the Fiji apple is the best apple in the bunch. The Fiji I think you mean the Fuji, don't you? It's Fuji. Ooh, la, la, la. No. I... You're right. You're okay, right. so Fuji. All right, what do you like about that compared to the other apples? Because they're very juicy, mm-hmm. and that's my favorite type of fruit is just the juice running down my face. Oh, go on. Yes. You know what? That Fuji's my favorite too now. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. We need to revisit something we got into at the very tail end of yesterday's program. Uh, one of our uh, favorite comedians and uh, hosts on Comedy Central is comedian uh, Jim Jeffries. We love him so much. His show is really funny, you guys. And he addressed tipping. Tipping. To tip? To not tip? Is it time to do away with it? And we thought it would be an interesting, uh, interesting to revisit it again here this morning and also include some calls from people on both sides of the discussion. So uh, where are we on the Jeffrey's tape? Well, he started by explaining how it worked. It's 15% for um, you know, a waitress or a waiter. Uh, you're supposed to tip certain other people but not tip some people. It's getting very confusing, and he's, uh, he's saying that we should do away with tipping completely. There's no logic to it. You don't tip a bus driver, but you do if that bus is taking you from the airport to your car. You tip a hairstylist who makes your hair look nice, but not your dentist who does the same thing, but for a different bit of your head. (laughs) Tip, not tip. And let me say it again, I do tip generously. Many people have said so, mostly after I tip them. (laughs) But you should know that when I'm doing it, I think it's bullshit. I begrudge every second of it. At the end of every meal, I have to conduct an impromptu employee evaluation. Like, like, well, you brought me the water and you had good communication skills, and then you drew a competent yet wonky smiley face in the check. So, uh, I'm going to give you 20%. Does that sound fair? <laughs> and the service says, sounds like you're a famous person who has his own TV show and I have access to Twitter. And then I say, good point. Let's make it 50. <laughs> It is much worse for celebrities. Mm-hmm. The unspoken agreement is that the tip amount should relate to the level of service, but that's not really true. Studies show that men tip more than women, boomers tip more than millennials, and Republicans tip better than Democrats. Democrats will pay extra for a cage-free, grass-fed, free-range, vegan, organic, gluten-free chai burger, <laughs> and then not give a f- about the person who brought it to them. <laughs> and that discrimination goes both ways. People leave bigger tips for more attractive servers. Not me, though. As far as I'm concerned, beautiful people already have it too easy. 
I prefer to give me big tips to the uglies of the world. They appreciate it more. You see their beady little eyes swell up in tears and then they try to mouth words of appreciation like, I'm so happy. I wanna, I, I'm not paying attention. I'm distracted by their wobbly necks. They're disgusting. So should we or should we not do away with tipping? And then his final point is about math. In other countries, they actually pay servers properly and they bring in their food because it's their job. They don't hold your dinner hostage like it's a kidnapped heiress until you pay the promised amount. <laughs> what I'm saying is, America, you're doing it wrong. Get rid of tipping. Pay your staff well. I don't care if the food is a little bit more expensive. I don't want to do math at the end of every meal. <laughs> I don't count too good. So spare me the math, and I will eat at your restaurant 369 days of a year. <laughs> so uh, that's wow. comedian Jim Jeffries again from his Comedy Central show. So that's the topic on the table. Tipping, yay or nay, 1-800-520-1067. Allie, I would think uh, Jim Jeffries is speaking your language there at the end about the math. I will tell you this. I've never felt more seen <laughs> in my life. Right? They Absolutely. have started putting what's 15%, what's 20% at the bottom yeah. of some, so that you can just, you don't have to do the math. You can just take it what they say. Oh, but there are a lot of restaurants that don't pay their people, and that's yeah. a problem because mm-hmm. they're making $2 in some sense, even though the minimum wage is $7. Yeah, the minimum for, for West restaurant service is well below the minimum wage, exactly. And they count on the tips. But then but on they, the other but, side, when you look at a society where they pay people a good wage, let's be honest, the service sometimes is horrible. Yeah. Well, that's what we were talking about off the air yesterday. Was it Omar or somebody who was saying that you do encounter terrible service in places where they don't have, there's no incentive for them to go the extra mile? Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, it's easy for us that don't have to pay all those salaries of restaurant employees to just say pay them a living wage. But there are a lot of people who run small businesses that literally can't afford to employ their people. They ha- if they if the tipping were eliminated, they would have to lay off some people, right? Because they can't pay them all. But Jim did mention he doesn't care if his food's more expensive, right? Right, exactly. So yeah. maybe they the restaurant passes it on to the customer, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to take uh, your calls again on this at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. I'd particularly like to hear from people who do get tips in their job and how you feel about this. If this conversation is very uncomfortable for you, um, part of my my problem, I think, is what Jim laid out at the open there, which is it's so confusing and it is not consistent. Like, for instance, when I call and set up an order to pick up, I order food and then I go to pick it up. Right. And then I'm going to sign the credit card receipt right. at the time I go pick up the yes, food. Yes, this is confusing to me, too. Because there's a line there for a tip because there is on all receipts. And I'm thinking, what did you do? The person behind the counter that I'm now leaving a tip for, there's no service involved, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. You had to call that, and order, and then they made it, and then you had to drive there and pick it up. Yeah. And they're handing me a bag Right, so how much food. tip do now, they get? See, is, I always assume it's because everybody pools their tips at that place. Mm-hmm. So you're paying for the guy that made it, oh, you're paying for the person that put it together, the packaging. 
I assume that's what it is. That's why I always tip those people, but I could be a dummy. Yeah, again, I, see, I don't know. Okay, so in other words, Allie, when I go to Denny's like I like I do on Thursdays, mm-hmm. you're telling me that that money that I leave is not for the waitress. It's for everybody in the restaurant, including the cook. I think it depends. Including the janitors, including the busboys, including everybody probably? Uh, maybe not the janitors, but I, I feel like it depends on the restaurant. I've worked at places where we all pooled our tips at the end of the night. Well, that's sort of, wow, that's sort of weird because then if somebody gives you amazing service, yeah. you tip, I tip really right, well. Right. Sure. Well, it's not every but place But I want to reward that person. I yeah. don't necessarily want to reward everybody well, else because who knows how they did their job. Now you have to say to the server, do you pool your tips? I don't want to have to do a survey. <laughs> this is making it more complicated. <laughs> dinner. All right, let's put one call on before we have to take a break. 1-800-520-1067. Let's make it Katie. She's in Los Angeles. She's going to be up first on line one. Katie, we appreciate you calling on this topic. It's very confusing what we should be doing with tipping. What say you? So I was a server for seven years at a bunch of different restaurants, nice ones, crappy ones. I'm a first grade public school teacher now. Being a server is worse. It's worse? You mean pay-wise? Um. Well, yes, pay-wise, but also just, like, the amount of crap that servers have to put up with and go through, um, it takes a toll on your soul, and I think that servers should get a salary. I I feel like I worked just I worked just as hard as a server as I do now as a teacher, mm-hmm. and I think that servers deserve the stability of having a salary. And like Jim Jeffries was saying, you know, Almost all studies have shown that the amount that a server makes, that if the server gets tipped, has more to do with the person who's tipping than the actual service. That might be right. true. Mm, yeah. Right. So you, so you, so it sounds like what you're saying uh, is just pay them a living wage and eliminate tips, even if the food has to cost more. Yeah, and then if you start getting, if the server starts getting complaints and they're crappy at their jobs, then they get fired. You know, if it, it, I don't, I think people worry that oh well if. If they're not incentivized by uh, the fact that I may or may not give them a good tip and they won't give me good service. But there are plenty of people with salary jobs in the service industry that still do a good job and give good service because that's what they get paid to do. That's a great point. I think I'm on board with Katie. I do, too. I think so, too. All right, Katie. I bet you're a really good teacher, too. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. That was a compliment. I wasn't being flip. I'm, she sounds like a very smart lady. All right, 1-800-520-1067. Wow, a lot of reaction on the phones on this one. David and Ken and Nick and another Katie, Estelon, everybody. Hang on, we'll get right to you right after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We are talking about tipping, and I don't think we actually know have an answer to this. So let's go to Ken in Corona. Hi, Ken. Well, it's very confusing. It is confusing. Hello. Hi there. Hey, Ken, what's going hey. on, man? What say you? Uh, have you guys seen that Reservoir Dogs? I'm sure you guys have. Have, yes. Sure. Uh, Mr. Pink, the opening scene. You guys remember that part? Yes, he's talking about where you tip, right? Yeah, and he, they're all giving him crap. They're all uh, making him feel bad because he doesn't believe in tipping. And he says that uh, that it's BS how society says that you have to tip certain people but not the other amount of people. And that, it, I mean, in a way, he doesn't feel bad because as far as he's concerned, they're just doing their job. Mm-hmm. And the point is that you, depending on the quality of the restaurant you go to, you have to tip if it's, you know, like it's a it's a, a real plate rather than a paper plate, for instance. Like you never tip at fast food, but if the place is a little bit nicer than that, then all of a sudden you have to tip. And it's kind of weird that it's just a random line in the sand. Correct, correct. Yeah, that's what he says. And you know what? I've worked uh, valet before, and uh, a lot of the guys don't tip. 
a lot of people don't tip. Some people do, which is nice. But you know what? At the end of the day, it is it is messed up how the government um, taxes certain people. I was talking to a bartender, and she told me that they uh, they take taxes out of her uh, out of her paycheck when uh, she has to report it. Yeah, that's BS. Hey, when you're a valet, by the way, do you get paid a, a minimum wage or above? Like, are you making an actual salary too? And tips are literally uh, I got, just extra. I got minimum for you? wage, minimum wage, and then tips were just uh, whatever you get to keep. Just a bonus. All right. Okay. All right, Ken, appreciate the call. I'm actually a little disappointed on the schedule today. This topic was called Just a Tip, and this is not it's at not, all what I, I mean, expected nope. we were going to be talking yeah. about. But we are talking about tipping, yay or nay, at 1-800-520-1067. We're going to go to uh, Jamie Anaheim, Kevin, line eight. But real quick, let me read this from Francisco. I He's from the uh, 323. I am against tipping. I don't think it's fair. I'm a delivery driver, which means I take boxes to the front of uh, front of your house, sometimes even inside when it's too heavy, and I don't get a tip. You know why? Because I'm just doing my job. And what about when I want to eat, but I only have enough money for the meal, but not for the tip? Does that make me a dick? Stop the tipping. Hmm. Just do your job. Hmm. So he's making hmm. two different points there in argument against tipping. Here's my would, problem. Yes. Every single person that talks, I'm on their side. Yeah. <laughs> They're just changing their minds back and getting forth. Swayed each way. Now, Jamie's in Anaheim, and as I understand, you are the perfect person to go to because you are a bartender who has worked in both situations. How did you have a non tipping and a tipping job? I um I started bartending when I lived in Ireland. In Ireland, so, okay. Yes. And when you live there when you live in Ireland, like if you tip I naturally tip, obviously, coming from America. Um, it's insulting. It's if insulting if you, you tip. A friend. Yeah. Okay. I am not insulted if random strangers start giving me money at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either. Um, so, uh, yeah, they just consider it their job. Um, they are paid a lot better there. All right. Based on their talent. Did you like... like did you like your experience there without tips or here with tips? Um, I prefer to be tipped. I think that I go through a lot for a tip. I like will sit there and I'm a psychologist to people. I'm, you know, their therapist for the evening. So I, I pay a lot of attention. I'm definitely the type of person that I have to tell people at the end of the night, like, no, we're not actually friends. All right. right. Exactly. So you've done both and you prefer tipping. Okay. All right. Are you also very attractive, Jamie? Does that have something to do with it? I, I think I'm attractive. I think that definitely affects my tip level. Yeah, Jim Jeffrey said that in the piece that attractive people always get more in tips. So I can understand how you would miss that if you didn't. All right. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it so much. All right. We really only have time for Let's like do Eric. One. How about how about Eric on line Let's five? Let's do Eric. All right. Hey, Eric. How are you guys? We're good. Thank you. So I was calling in to let you guys know I'm on the other end of it. I'm a business owner, and um, so I run a, a fishing operation. And my guys, without tips, we wouldn't be able. They wouldn't be able to work and make a living early. So you can't pay them a living wage. You can't pay them minimum wage. They get minimum wage, but who can really live on minimum yeah. wage in California? Yeah, that's not a living that's wage. True. I'm sorry, California. I missed it, Eric. What kind of business did you say you had? We run a fishing charter boat. Oh, oh. those are big tips. What's happening? What, uh, how's that door? Can you afford some uh, WD-40? Are you crawling through some type of pipe? What are you doing? It's a good example. I, I think we lost him. I think Eric got taken by whatever monsters in his house. Eric, we miss you. But thanks for calling. <laughs> 
Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Right, I know what we- everybody's thinking. Everybody's thinking, hey, Kevin and Bean and Allie, how are you still composed enough mm-hmm. to go to work after the earthquake? Right. I can't believe we came in today. Right? Yeah. We're professionals, though, you guys. Uh, and that's what I was counting on. Right. I knew that you guys were professionals. Yeah. And so I was like, I got to get to work, right. even though it's really difficult after that earthquake. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a 4.4 in Laverne. And although technically there were no injuries and no damage, that doesn't mean it wasn't terrifying. Correct. We take you to some news coverage from the earthquake. Right around 7.30, a lot of people were out and about. In- By the way, uh, cocaine? I don't know. <laughs> Um, really, really selling the story, though. I'll tell you that. Like, she's giving it her all. Well, because the kinds of stories that they probably usually send her out on are boring as hell. Right. So now she's got all this adrenaline running through because, oh, my God, I'm on the side of breaking news because there's a natural disaster. Right around 730, a lot of people were out and about enjoying dinner, including diners here on this patio. In the security footage you're about to see, you'll see those patio doors swinging open and shut and diners jumping out of their seats. And it felt like the epicenter was right underneath the floor. That's him on his security cameras enjoying dinner at his restaurant, 4th Street Mill, when... Just a quick, hard shake. Watch as diners on his patio feel the jolt, then jump out of their seats. The patio door swinging open and shut. I mean, they they sort of moved a little. Um, and the doors many, sort of open, here. sort of shut. Yes, Bean. First of all, do you always have to be out and about? Can't you just be one or the other? Well, I can't deal with that right now. Okay. <laughs> and Different secondly, topic. these interviews of people who who live through an earthquake where nobody gets hurt and nothing bad happens, they're so interchangeable. They, and could, have, they could be using the same interviews from five years ago, nope. ten years ago, and, and by that you mean they're ago. the best interviews but ever. Why do they interview these people who have nothing to say? Why do we need another round of interviews where people go, yeah, I was just sitting there and then all of a sudden I started shaking. I don't know, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love it. People were jumping, running and we lost one empty wine bottle on the patio and that was it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they lost one wine bottle. Right, empty. empty. But it was empty. <laughs> That's it. That's all that happened. And I felt the house was shaking. And then I was like, oh, my God, baby, it's an earthquake. This man's still out of breath after experiencing his first quake. This man's still out of breath after his first quake. First of all, you had to get a crew. You had to get the crew to drive out to Laverne. Right. It was at least an hour, hour and a half after. If he's still out of breath, get yourself checked, (laughs) sir. That's a BS. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's how it was. Yeah. That guy needs... Oh, oh dear. <laughs> is, is that guy joking? I hope so. Right? <laughs> More. Uh, the people on the patio flipped out. They said they saw the whole building kind of shaking. It was really scary. We were shaking for like a good couple minutes afterwards. But um, luckily nothing fell, nothing broke, everything was okay. All right. Nothing fell, nothing broke, everything mm-hmm. was okay. I <sighs> doubt that the building was shaking. I mean, it depends on the building. If it's big enough and it's new enough, they do put them on rollers, the rollers, and that's what they're designed to do. Mm-hmm. But a 4.4 would should not be enough to make the building shake. It the epicenter was near Laverne. I kind of heard some rattling before, so I was like, what is that? You know, and then all of a sudden, it kind of just hit, like, really hard. No injuries were immediately reported, but it was strong enough to cause some people to start panicking. Because I just started screaming and panicking, and it's like, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> All right, hey, listen. Ke- hey, Kevin, why are they still interviewing people? 
Did we establish like three minutes ago in this report that there were no damages and no injuries? They have important first-hand information to share with people, Bean. But what are they sharing with us that that she was scared and the other guy was out of breath? Why is that news? After hearing all the other interviews, she should be embarrassed for screaming. I mean, come on. (laughs) Nothing happened. These workout partners were startled in the gym. We had laid down and we felt shaking, and our immediate thought was, oh, we're all sitting on the floor, we can feel the machines. Okay, so they're working out, and okay. they feel it, but they go, oh, this is somebody dropping a weight. That was uh-huh. their reaction. Okay. Yeah, but we need more. Um, and then we got up and realized that everyone else was kind of sitting up, and um, and we realized that that wasn't the machines. I think that was an earthquake. Similar to when someone drops, like they're squatting, they drop one of the weights on the ground. Um, so it felt like that, but it just kept on going. We immediately were told to get out um, oh, the closest stop. exit we could and go straight to the parking lot. Those students left, while others resumed working out right where they left off. Please stop. <laughs> no, no, no. Please no, stop. No, no, no. You're not no, listening please. anymore. You're not listening. I am. She just said most of the other people just went back to working out. I know. <laughs> Allie. Again, I, I ask you, I defer to you because uh-huh. you worked in news for many, many years. Yeah. Is there a, at any point does this reporter go, well, I think we got enough. No. <laughs> no, because they have to do a minute 10, minute 30 package. They have to do this. But Bean, keep in mind that the newscasters, if they broke into live coverage, they have been discussing this already for hours. Like right. people calling in with their firsthand accounts. Oh, where do you live? What happened? What'd you see? Well, my precious moment moved two inches on on the the counter, and it was weird. It, this goes on for hours. I uh, also call mine my precious moment, by the way. Oh, okay. God. Let's get back to the interview. Miles away in Pasadena, <laughs> this man says he took to social media to affirm the unmistakable sensation. Here's my favorite part. I thought, oh, it's just another bus or whatever, but it kept going and going and going. It was like maybe 30 seconds, and I thought, figured, this is an earthquake. And we hadn't had one this strong in a while, where it was just like shaking back and forth. It was strong, but I, I didn't know. I have no idea how strong it was. It wasn't like, like it didn't knock me over or anything. But yeah. <laughs> I posted on Facebook just so people would know I felt it, and people at home would know that I was okay. Right. Oh, thank well, God. Yeah. Thank yeah. God you're okay, sir. All right. I had a lot of concerns. I have one more <laughs> clip to play for you. It's relatively short, and I want you guys to. See if you guess like I do. I think this guy's effing around with the reporter. Okay. Okay. Because the way he describes it is crazy. And this is how one student at the University of Laverne reacted. This is first day of class, and out of nowhere, the room just started shaking. Desks were everywhere. People were screaming. We were in a mad panic. But everybody made it out safely, and... uh, we're we're happy to be uh be alive. I mean, come on. <laughs> there weren't desks flying all over the place, right? No. Nobody was panicking. We've heard all the other interviews. No. That guy's my hero because he's effing with them, right? I hope we're so. happy to be alive. Oh, Guys, God. we have to be embarrassed, don't we? we no, yes. the whole region has to be I embarrassed. I love it. This. I I couldn't love it more. Let's play some more in the next break, shall we? No. <laughs> It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Allie's here. What's happening on a Wednesday? Well, Ben Affleck's role in Batman has been in question for a long time. But now his stint in rehab may just sink it because the cost of insurance may be way too high. This is according to The Wrap. He checked himself into rehab last week. And basically what they're saying is that they would have to pay so much for the insurance for him to be Batman that it may not be worth it. That's a shame. Yeah, the insider said that insurers, at a minimum, may demand half of the film's budget to be set aside as escrow, which would quickly add up as the production budget on Justice League was $300 million. So a sequel would be probably more than that. So you take half that money... And you just set that aside just as insurance, that might not be worth it, maybe, for them. I hope yeah. I hope well, it isn't. But yeah. I actually liked him as Batman. I mean, I didn't like him that much as Batman, but mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a shame that he did the right thing right. by going to rehab Absolutely. and now it's really hurting him, you know, in the long term. Agreed. But maybe Ben doesn't want to be Batman, right? Anyone ever think about that? So you think all the drinking and then going to no, work is all no. on purpose? I'm saying to get maybe out of- this would be like a, he maybe a relief if this did happen. Listen, I'm speculating. Okay, I'm just saying speculation based on nothing. Well, the the script and then dropping out of things like maybe. All right, yeah, total, that's alleged. Total speculation. Not speculation. Marlon Wayans. He's returning to Netflix to star in a new comedy film called Sex Templates. And he's going to be playing, oh, pretty much everyone in this movie. It will feature Wayans as a man named Alan who decides to meet his birth mother for the first time before the arrival of his first child. He then meets his brother Russell and discovers that he was born a sextuplet. So he goes on a journey to find the rest of them. And he plays all of them. And he plays all of them. It's going to be terrible. He's also a writer (laughs) and producer on the project. Nope. How much? uh, Here's my question. Nope. If you're playing multiple roles, does your salary then get jacked up for that? How do we how do we determine that? Because if he's playing I don't four know. different actors, I don't think he gets paid four actors' salaries. I mean, he's doing the role of four different people. I don't know. Or how six that, in this case. I don't know how which that works. Uh, which way ends is it? Marlon. He's talented. Yeah. No. Look, okay. you're not Eddie all Murphy. Right. All right. Beat it, kid. Wow. All right. Bean has ruled. Very good stuff. This is a nice story about Jimmy Fallon. So prepare yourselves. All right. Not used to that. I'm going to tell a nice story about Jimmy Fallon. He and his wife, Nancy, were out in the Hamptons eating. Noticed a table of four nearby that looked so happy, having such a good time, just laughing, enjoying themselves. And you may be thinking, oh, then he ran over and tried to be a part of it. Yeah, but- of course. Like he <laughs> does. Jimmy Fallon go over and start singing at the table. Hey, look at me, everybody. I'm sitting at a table that's having a great time. Look at me. <laughs> he wound up paying for their dinner. 
because he just said, look at how happy they are enjoying each other's company. It's really nice. That dinner came out to be more than $1,000. Wow. So I don't know if they got word like halfway through, like Jimmy Fallon paid for your dinner and they're like, another round <laughs> and we'll have the lobster. I don't know. But that's that's really nice just to see people enjoying themselves and say, I'm going to take care of them. What? It is. That's a Look. I don't want to brag or anything, but, right. uh, you know, I, I pick up meals here and there, but mm-hmm. it's always for people who look like they need it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for older people or military people, not that they need it, but just you want to pay, you know, tribute to them for their mm-hmm. service or whatever. I would never look at a table of, you know, happy, well-adjusted people having a great time at a dinner and go, those are the people who need the extra extra something, something walking out of here. You know what I mean? I think it was nice of him. It is, nice. But it is nice. But you it's think a he weird... needs to look around for the people who are the most miserable? Well, I'm just saying it's just... It's just kind of a weird. It. It's just kind of a weird choice to give uh, to give a family that already looks like things are going great for him and to give them more. That's all. It's just yeah. a, it's just a weird choice. There to can't me. be a nice story about Jimmy. It's Fallon. a nice story. It's fine. I'm okay. glad he did it. I'm ha- I'm happy for those people. I. It's just it's it, perfectly you know, I, fine. You just <laughs> you just start <laughs> to think about it and you go, well, I, that's not the choice I would have made. But then I'm not you know I'm not the host of the Tonight Show either. Should be. Jeez, I mean, this took a real turn, right? Just, that was a nice it story. It was about happy people. And then they got something great, and Jimmy Fallon didn't seem annoying for five seconds. That went <laughs> south so fast! A tear just came to my eye. Aww. That's how I feel, Muggs. Thank you, Muggs. <laughs> well, you guys, HBO is out of the adult entertainment business. They have been quietly removing all of their erotic-themed movies and shows from There's its channel. There's no place else to see boobs, though. Well, if you want to see Taxi Cab Confessions, Cat House, Real Sex, you can't. Because they are now off the service. And you bring up a good point, Bean. That's basically why they're doing it. Because you can find real good porn. Anything, anywhere. Anywhere anywhere you look. Yeah. Just look to the left, porn. Right? (laughs) I'm just saying. I mean, I I guess you're right. We shouldn't be surprised. Do you think that they even offer pay-per-view porn in hotels anymore? Do you think that's even on the menu anymore? Oh, I don't know. And I never even turn on my TV when I'm in a hotel, sure. so I, I don't even know. But do you, I, I'm just wondering if that's just something else that's hmm. just gone by the wayside be, thanks to the internet. Don't know. <sighs> thanks, Obama, right? Right. right. Ever watch that porn? Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Spanx, Obama. Oh, Jesus, Dan. Right. Agree with that lady. Some birthdays for you. Liam Payne, Leah Michelle, Carla Gugino. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. We have a serious problem. In fact, so serious that I think... And I think, Alan, this was your idea mm-hmm. that we shouldn't have to work under these conditions. No. And we need to file a formal complaint... Mm-hmm. With HR. Absolutely. 100%. How do, does anyone know how to file a formal complaint? No, but I said, Dave, <laughs> let's talk to Karina. We need to file a formal complaint. Yeah, let's find out. Hi, Karina. Welcome back to the Kevin and Mean Show. How are you? <laughs> good morning. I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. You uh, you still married, by the way? I remember we talked to you when you had that, uh, that sneaky weekend wedding here at the radio station. You guys still together? We're still married, still having a baby. Everything's good. Oh, good for you. Congratulations. All right. <laughs> Thank are, you. You, you are our HR person. You are our actual contact to go to when we are having troubles with other employees here at the job, right? Yes. Okay. Karina. <laughs> Did you see the email that went out from Chris? We won't use any last names here. 
on Monday congratulating somebody named Crystal for getting a promotion. Did you see that email? I did see that email. All right. It went out to the whole company. Right. Did you see the jackholes who then decided to <laughs> congratulate said Crystal by using the reply all feature on their email so that every goddamn one of us had to read every goddamn email? I did see that, and I uh, put a stop to it about 30 minutes after it happened. Congrats to somebody who absolutely deserves it. Yay, congrats, Crystal. Right. Easy now. Then the good guys win. Congrats, Crystal. All reply all. Yep. Um, when you say that you Woohoo! About does time. That, does that mean, Karina, that you have the power to go in and turn off that feature for somebody's email? I don't, but I reached out to the IT manager and said, hey, we used to have this feature turned off. What happened? Mm -hmm. Because we need that back on right now. <laughs> oh, God that, bless you, Karina. She already took care of Karina's it. Karina's amazing. Wow. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, you want to explain again for people who don't know why the Reply All feature was turned off originally? All right. <laughs> that um, was great, by the way. Originally, our IT guy sent out an email to the entire company saying, we're going to have a fire detector uh, warning. It's mm -hmm. just a like test. A drill. It's a drill. Mm -hmm. It's a test. Don't worry. There's no fire. It's just a drill. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen at 1015. So then I replied all and said, <laughs> Hey, everybody, just so you know, I'm going to start a real fire at 1014. <laughs> just because I thought that was funny. It is funny. And then, and, then, and then Reply All got shut off right after that. The guy called me and said, listen, I have to stop the Reply All now because of that. Because of you. Yes. And I said, I thought that was funny. Well, I mean, God bless you in the long run. <laughs> But damn. <laughs> Karina, you deal with a lot of issues here at work. What's going through the mind of a person like Mike or James or Pat who think it's appropriate to hit Reply All for their congratulations to Crystal to go out to the whole company? What is it they're thinking? I don't know. I wish I could tell you. Like, just mm. send an email directly to Crystal. I mean, yes. that would be nicer. And it right. would make the rest of us wouldn't have to suffer. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So you've already turned off the feature. That's great. I think where we're at now in the conversation is we need to discuss what kind of damages we are due. I mean, <laughs> right. I, feel, yeah. I feel like there needs to be some sort of a compensation. Mm -hmm. I well, there was emotional it's... trauma. I know yeah. that. Oh, Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. It, I feel like this somehow goes into like a hazardous work condition oh, deal, good. right? Right. So emotional trauma, it's it it's. Work conditions we can't even deal with. Right. It's also so. bullying, by the way. I'd like to. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to jump on the first lady's uh, bandwagon <laughs> mm -hmm. here, but it's also bullying, and I mm -hmm. think that's inappropriate for a professional workplace as well. So, what do you think, Karina? Days off or just extra cash in our paycheck? How do we put that into cash? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's say a few days off is fine. Oh, fantastic. few days off. All right. <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody. Head of HR. <laughs> All right, Karina. Once again, you continue to do the best work in the company, and I'm glad oh, that you're you. there as a resource for us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All Always right. a pleasure. Okay. Thank you. Bye now. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock K R O Q. You gonna be all right? You well enough for this report, Allie? I think I am. Thank you. We were losing her about a minute ago. Yeah. Thought we we're gonna have to Heimlich her or something. Yeah, it was touch and go, but okay. it turned out just. You all right now? Something in my throat.
you got to mm-hmm. really uh, got to thank your blessings that you not only survived the mm-hmm. earthquake last night, right. but then you survived whatever just tried to kill you a minute ago. Oh, it's it's been a real rough go of things, yeah, right? All right. Well, you're lucky to be here, and we're lucky to have one more look at what's happening here on this Wednesday morning. Kevin Abin Show, what's going on? Just lucky to be alive, you guys, like right? that guy in Laverne. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> I enjoy this story so much. Twelve years after Catherine McPhee lost the American Idol title to Taylor Hicks, she has exacted her revenge on Twitter, but at the same time also encouraging her fans to become involved conscientious citizens. What do I mean by this? Well, to remind everyone to register to vote for the upcoming midterm elections, Catherine McPhee posted a photo of the results show back in 2006 where Taylor Hicks found out that he won and Catherine posted, voting matters, along with the link to register to vote. <laughs> Suck it. That's funny. Yeah, that's well done. That is well done. She's uh, still marrying that guy that's exactly twice her age, right? Don't know. I haven't been following her that closely. Uh, Wasn't what's she name? engaged to David Foster? David Foster, yes. If I, I believe, remember correctly, she's yeah. 34, he's 68. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think it's also his fifth marriage, so I think this one will be this it. Will work out. Yeah, okay. this one will stick. I mean, if you're 68 mm-hmm. and you can marry Catherine, mm-hmm. you would do it. Am I right? I don't know. I think there was a time where I would have automatically said yes because she's gorgeous and mm-hmm. she's talented. She seems super, super nice, and I get the appeal. But I do think at some point there is too much age difference. I think now I am more – I don't want to date uh, age-appropriate women. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going that far. Mm-hmm. But I think they, it needs to be closer than 34 years at this point. Okay. Yeah. Also, when you're 30 oh, – such big liar. When you're 68 or however years old, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's going to be ancient. So, right? <laughs> no, right. I'm just saying if he was right 68 now and had a shot mm-hmm. at Catherine McPhee now, right. he would take I'm, it. And yeah. he's I'm lying no. to you to say that he wouldn't. I think I'm saying Right, no. I know. Yeah. And you're lying. It's total lie. It's ridiculous. Oh, that's such a big liar. No Unless she's really, really mature. Which you is what they, liar! Which is what they always say when you ask about the 40, 50 Well, that's because like women that. are so much more mature than men. Uh-huh. Right. I think there's some truth to that. Does David, Thank what's you. David Foster's deal? Does he just, his wives just age out, Allie? Is that what happens? Oh my God, I don't He's like Menudo. Like he's really into him and then they hit 40 and he's like, well, time to upgrade. No, I'm still rich. I don't think his, his last wife, which was... Um, Bella and Gigi Hadid's mom. I think Uh she was age appropriate for him. Oh, okay. Maybe a little younger, but I don't think she was, you know, not not Catherine McPhee, right? Yeah. Look, he's just got the McFever. Oh, God. All right. We were talking about Aretha Franklin's funeral, people showing up to see the viewing, her body. Laying there in the open casket. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we found out Bean loves open caskets. Well, we found out another performer added to the list of performers for the funeral on Friday. Ariana Grande. Hmm. All right. Turns out that Aretha was very fond of her and that Franklin's family was so impressed by her recent performance of You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. The night that she had passed, she was supposed to be on the show doing something and the guys from The Root said, will you do an Aretha song? Oh, that's cool. And without even missing a beat, she was like, oh, I don't really want to, but I think I owe it to her, sure. That's cool. And she was incredible. If you can get the video of that, she... She killed it. Ariana Grande? Grande, sure. 
And speaking... Show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Well... Right. It's okay. Or something like that. Close enough. Um, Speaking of Ariana... Her soon-to-be husband, Pete Davidson, has been doing a lot of interviews. This most recent one, he opened up about their relationship for Variety's Power of Young Hollywood issue. And he said this, which kind of makes me sad for him. I'm still convinced she's blind or hit her head really hard. Something is going to happen and she's going to be like, what the F is this thing doing around? But for right now, it's rocking. (laughs) Oh, Pete. Pete. That's funny. Pete. Yeah. Those kids might just make it. You never know. No way. No way. Okay. They have, uh, I think they've just hit the, like the 90 day mark or something like that. So it probably is forever. Yeah. It's true love. It's true love, you guys. We were talking about this earlier, and it's just, it's still so odd to me, but we talked about you get in that spiral of watching a video, and then five hours go by, you look at the clock, and you're like, wait a minute. What just happened? I was just watching (laughs) one clip, and now it's a cat on roller skates. What happened with my time? Well, YouTube wants to help users see how much time they're spending on the site by rolling out a time-watched profile. That's a feature that lets you see how long you were on YouTube for that day. You can show a daily average the day before, even over the previous week. And the Time Watch feature is part of a digital well-being initiative that YouTube owner Google announced in May. It's to help people restrain their tech habits. As part of it, YouTube has already introduced a feature that lets you set up reminders to take a break. This is just, what are you doing? YouTube and Google, it's like you don't want to succeed. I mean, I feel like no one's going to do that. No one's going to do that. Are you worried about your YouTube time? Would you do that? No. I I wouldn't either. Bean? No. It's ridiculous. I don't think anyone would do it. I also feel like I'm not I'm not a person who goes into a rabbit hole that eats into time that I need to be doing other stuff. I don't I don't oh. w- while away eight hours in a row on YouTube, you know? Better than us. That's what you're saying. No, I, I'm not saying that. I was <laughs> talking to my daughter yesterday and she said, How much time did you spend on YouTube looking up cheese rolling? Oh, well that was just <laughs> that was professional work you were doing. <laughs> I said, honestly, it was like four hours. <laughs> It really was. was worth it. You had a, a goal. Mm-hmm. You, were right. doing, you weren't just doing it to kill time. But you were doing the more you were I looked, specific yeah. stuff. the more I looked, the less answers there were. Mm-hmm. And that made me really want to keep going. I, and I was fine with it. You were like a journalist. Right? With I've that never story. seen, I've known Kevin for yeah. 30 years. Yeah. I've never seen him interested in a topic as much as he was interested in the cheese rolling down the hill. It was beautiful to watch. Only Kevin. because there, the more you look, the closer you look, the fewer answers there were. Mm-hmm. And that was your white hill, dude. What is it about Kevin that makes you love him? He's so simple. <laughs> look it up on the internet. It's up there somewhere. It is up there. Yeah. You guys, this is uh, the weirdest story to me, and I usually don't bring you anything politics because who cares? But the New York Times reported that Cynthia Nixon, you know who she is. She's sure. Miranda from Sex and the City. The next governor of the great state of New York, you mean? Well, she is challenging New York Governor Andrew Cuomo for the Democratic nomination. And they are having their lone debate tonight. And she is requesting that the debate hall be 76 degrees. Ooh, that seems toasty, especially for a room full of the yeah, public. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. people in there. So the request came after Cuomo's camp laid out their requirements for the debate. There's to be no handshakes between the two candidates. They're supposed to sit at separate desks. So her team put in that request. 
because they had found out that Cuomo likes it to be like a meat locker, cold, 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 wherever he is. So Why? this was their way of like getting in his head. Let's have it warmer, that type of thing. These negotiations are crazy. It's insane for a debate. It's just insane. But here's what just made me go, uh, come on. An email to the debate host, which is the local station WCBS, from Nixon's campaign asked for the 76-degree temperature, stating that, quote, work conditions are notoriously sexist when it comes to room I'm temperature. I'm sorry, what? Say that again. Work conditions are notoriously sexist when it comes to room temperature. So bitches really do be crazy. (laughs) I I mean, that's that's nuts to me, first of all. Um, uh, I will tell you that women and men generally do not feel temperature the same way. Right, but it's not uncommon. It's not uncommon, though, if the policy is the thermostat has to be at pick a number, 70. Right. It may not be comfortable for a lot more women than it is comfortable for men. I see what she's going for here, but I think it's an easy solution to put a sweater on or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's if a it's lot cold. easier to put on a sweater than it is to, you know, take off clothes at work. I think saying that it's sexist <laughs> is insane. Is a step too far, yeah. Is that's insane. Crazy. She didn't say it. This is her campaign saying it, but mm. I was like, that that's not going to help you out with a lot of voters it's right there. It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. I mean, that yeah, I'm a sweaty pot. Okay, all right. But this reminded me of something that happened over the weekend where my friends and I ran into an ex of mine. Mm-hmm. Get along great. We're just chit-chatting, wonderful. Da, da, da. We all go our separate ways, and I'm with my friends again. And they're like, why did you guys break up? And I thought to myself, gosh, I don't... Oh, yeah. He likes to sleep with it warm, and I like to sleep with it cold. Yeah. And there was no that getting... Shut so up. So hot. Shut up. There was no getting around it. Like, he he liked the heat on when you slept. That's so hot. That's for you. That's disgusting, right? I can't sleep in the heat. No. But you broke up because of that? Yeah. <laughs> Is that petty? I mean, some would say, sure. But if it's something you just could not come together on. I don't know because I, li- yeah. I literally couldn't sleep if it was too. Literally couldn't sleep. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it know. sounds like it would be a deal breaker for you as well, Kelly. I mean, if you, if you were in a situation seems, where there's no compromise, yeah, you it shouldn't seems date Mike super either. petty. Yeah, so I can't date your. You ex? shouldn't date okay. Mike. All right. It seems super petty, but sleeping is very important. And who wants to be sweaty when you're sleeping? There's definitely no, you know, going yeah. on if you're hot too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, a tear just came to my eye. Thank you. Maybe that's something we discuss. Pettiest breakups. Right? I mean, we have had that conversation before, and it's endless. Yeah. People are crazy about the little things that they let drive them. But but I also will tell you that that, that there's a tough, there's not a lot of compromise for that one. No, that's a deal breaker. And if you've got, you know, for instance, last time we did that phone topic, hey, she eats with her mouth open. I'm sorry, if she won't change that, I don't blame somebody for not wanting to be with that person, even if she's perfect in every other way, because you don't want to live like that every meal. Yeah, but then you start thinking, okay, well, how many people are really fantastic for you? Do you really want to discard them over the way they eat? Uh, if somebody's eating with their mouth open at every meal, yes, that's a deal breaker. Okay. <laughs> Am I wrong? Um, it's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. Yeah. And if you said to her, Kevin, three different times, hey, look, if you wouldn't mind, could you keep your mouth closed a little bit? I would assume, <laughs> I would assume if she's really 
perfect for you mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. she would say, yeah, I'll, I'll do my best to change that. So if okay. you're saying she's not going to change it on purpose. I'm saying she's a monster. <laughs> okay, she's a monster. Then maybe it's worth breaking up over. But I... Uh, Beat I, a kid. <laughs> Beat a kid, right. Beat a kid. Uh, we started talking about this because of a uh, governor debate. By the way, that's true. That's <laughs> where we started. Right, a move. This is like the audio version of a YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Some birthdays for you: Carla Gugino, Leah Michelle, and Liam Payne. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Ali. On your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning on all-new Kevin and Bean Show, we talked to Dr. Drew on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a woman who makes $57,000 a year cuddling. Oy. I put that in air quotes. She's cuddling. She says that's all that's happening. Uh, that's an Australian euphemism for what, though, is what we need to find out. Our friend Jensen Karp joins us with Get Up On This, and people are dumb. Also, tomorrow, plus, we've got your passes for Six Flags Magic Mountain. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.